another Cup of Joe podcast on this Tuesday, February the 15th. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's life and God's goodness and God's grace today. Thank you, my friends, for being present and breaking open God's word with me today on this Cup of Joe podcast. For those new to this podcast, hey, welcome. It is good to have you. Come back as often as you would like what we do. Uh, Try to do a simple podcast. Try to keep it to 20 minutes or less. I know I fail on that a number of times. But uh, read basically most days the gospel of the day. Sometimes I venture off into the first reading, but that's few and far between. Uh, And who am I, by the way? My name is Joe Zenk. I am a lay Catholic minister uh, in the uh, church for 30 years. I was um, in various roles within the church. Just recently I stepped away, and I am now a uh, spiritual care chaplain for a local hospice organization. And I read the gospel of the day and give a few of my thoughts uh, and uh, invite us basically to chew on the word because it's always most important that where the gospel, the spirit takes you and having heard the gospel is far more important than, than the words that I say after it. But if those words are helpful, that's wonderful. But it just invites us every day to chew on the word of God and see what God has for us within uh, that word because that word is ever new, right? They're not just boring old stories that we've heard a hundred times. They contain something for us today. Today, we simply have to open our spirit to that. So that said, let's dive in. It is Mark chapter 8, verses 14 to 21. See, it's these types of diatribes that I do at the beginning, even before I get to the darn gospel, that that takes me more than 20 minutes. So I'm going to read the um, New American Translation, the one the USCCB uses today. Mark 8, verses 14 to 21. Let's break open God's word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The disciples had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them on the boat. Jesus enjoined them, Watch out! Guard against the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. They concluded among themselves that it was because they had no bread. When he became aware of this, he said to them, Why do you conclude that it is because you have no bread? Do you not yet understand or comprehend? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes and not see, ears and not hear? And do you remember, when I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many wicker baskets full of fragments you picked up? They answered him, Twelve. When I broke the seven loaves for the 4,000, how many full baskets of fragments did you pick up? They answered him, seven. And he said to them, do you still not understand? My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So there may have been a little bit of an actor within me when I did the 12 and 7, but I just kind of felt like, oh, they were kind of feeling dumb. Like, okay, yeah, we we know. We get the point. We get the point now. Yep. So let's dive into this more. What's going on? Remember, had we read Saturday's Gospel when we turned to chapter 8, we would have... heard the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000 or the 4,000, one of the two. I don't remember. He, he fed the multitude with very little. 
And then immediately afterward, this was yesterday's gospel, the Pharisees come up to him. I mean, they, they come forward. They were in the crowd. And they demand a sign from heaven that they should really listen to this person. You know, and uh, and Jesus is just like at the end of his life. He's like, I, no sign will be given to this generation. He didn't explain why. He didn't explain, you know, because of this or, or, or here's the sign you already had. He just said, I'm, I'm done because he was grieved of heart. Remember, he sighed from the depth of his being and said, no sign will be given to this generation. And he got on the boat and took off. Well, that's where we pick up here. So these events have, I mean, just taken place. And the disciples forget to bring food. So you, you, again, imagine you're on a car ride, okay? And, uh, and imagine you got no food. And, uh, and I mean, I know, I know how car rides would have been in our family growing up. I know how they are now with five kids. They're pointing at each other like, hey, how come you didn't bring food? It was your job to bring food, not my job. Nobody told me to bring food. I, you, you were supposed to bring. I mean, Jesus had to be just like, I'm going to pull this boat over. I'm going to pull this boat over right now, right now, until you, and make your kids swim. I'm going to make your kids swim back. Okay. <laughs> That's, I mean, come on. Can't you see that? Oh, gosh, all Friday. So Jesus is again just like, hey, okay, let's try to change the subject and make it about something that's real. Watch out, guard against the leaven of the Pharisees, excuse me, the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. So he's taking their real life circumstance, the fact that they don't have any leaven, they don't have any bread, right? And he's saying, watch out for the leaven of these, of these groups, of these people, okay? So what does that leaven look like? What does the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of, of Herod look like? Well, we talked about the leaven of the Pharisees yesterday, didn't we? Um, the leaven we saw yesterday was the fact that they refused to open themselves and see God in a way that was new. You know, that whole idea of, you don't put new wine, skin, uh, new wine into old wineskins. It's just going to burst it. You, you got to get new wineskins for it, Pharisees which means you got to throw out the old. Or you don't put a new patch onto an old cloak because you sew it, it's going to shrink and everything's going to have to be thrown out. you got to get a new cloak for that. And, uh, and, and yesterday it's like, hey, didn't you see the God in action? Didn't you see the presence of God in the joy of these people, in the, in the, the abundance that was brought, the, uh, that, that God is able to feed? And I don't just mean 4,000 or 5,000 people that God provides food for the journey. Isn't that what we call viaticum, right? Bread for the journey. That's all God's. And, and the Pharisees weren't able to see it. And why? Because God is in this tight little box. And, and as long as I stay and say, God can't be outside that box because that's all I know God to be, God will never surprise us. And we will never be open to a God that would be born in Bethlehem in a manger. Why would that be? That's not how God comes, because that's not how I can imagine God. That's not how I envision God. Well, my lack of creativity and your lack of creativity and vision, that doesn't limit God. It simply limits, like the Pharisees, I mean, that's when we're being the leaven, that we're not able to see God in God's magnificence, in God's boundless creativity, in God's boundless uh, um, just 
coming in, in ways that will surprise. What was it Isaiah said? I'm going to say it very poorly. I apologize. Um, that he says, you know, even now I'm doing something new. Do you not, do you not see it? Even now it springs forth that, that God, he is ever ancient, but ever new, uh, as our church tells us. And, and the, the, the leaven of the Pharisees is they are unable to see that. God is only as God used to be. They were so rooted in the traditions. And by the way, my friends, the traditions are good. They, they root us. But they're so rooted in those that they cannot possibly see that that plant can grow into new and new evolving ways. So what's the leaven of Herod? Now again, these are my, my thoughts. If you got other ones, fantastic. But the leaven of Herod, I think back to... Um, uh, John the Baptist and, and the, the confrontation. Now, we're not talking about Herod the Great uh, with the babies and killing him. We're talking about Herod Antipas here. And, and the only real thing we know about Herod Antipas is his confrontation, John's confrontation with him, and ultimately what happens. That John loses in that. That the, the leaven of Herod is one of authority, is one of bullying, is one of top-down, you listen to me. Um, or the lemon of Herod, just as equally could be, and maybe it's both and, um, being swayed by other people, right? Because when uh, the, the daughter uh, of Herodias did the, uh, the Dance of the Seven Veils, and Herod basically said, hey, you can have everything up to the half of my kingdom, meaning I'll get rid of old Herodias here, and you can be my wife. You, you get the other half. You can be called queen. And uh, she said, give me the head of, of the Baptist. Because he had made these pledges in front of others, he backed down to their glares and what they would say about him if he didn't do it. So in a sense, the, the, the leaven of Herod is, is weakness. And maybe, and, and maybe that is both and, because aren't bullies inevitably, you know, covering up a weakness and they're overcompensating, right? Because that's what he's doing. He's trusting in, in his title and his authority. Um, do we trust in our titles? Do we, do we hide behind things like that? And do we use it to cajole? Uh, are we insecure and not able to stand on our own? That's the leaven of Herod. He's saying, watch out for these leavens. God is ultimately, God, God is, is a God of surprises. And we need to be open to that. And, and God is not going to be found merely in authority or bullying. We have to be able to be our own women and men. To be able to, to be open to that, and if we open ourselves to this God of surprises, no, we're going to get a whole lot of, of kickback by people who say, no, God hasn't done that before. How on earth can you say God's going to act in that way or come in this way or inviting us over here? God has not done that. And we're going to get a whole lot of kickback on that. And we need to be women and men who are able to stand on our feet and not cow not kowtow to them or not back down to them like Herod did. This is all good stuff, brothers and sisters. This is, this is real life stuff now. This is not just a story 2,000 years ago. So this is what Jesus is inviting me, saying, stop, stop it, people. Stop worrying about the, the bread that you haven't brought. Stop pointing fingers at each other. Let's talk about the real stuff that matters. This leaven of the Pharisees and leaven of Herod. And, uh, and then, you know, he concludes, uh, and, 
they concluded among themselves, well, you know, so he says this wonderful challenge to them. And they go back to themselves and say, well, he must be, you know, talking about that stuff because we have no bread. And Jesus, when he became aware of it, he says, why do you conclude that it's because you have no bread? Do you not yet understand or comprehend? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes and not see, ears and not hear? Don't you remember when I broke the, the five loaves for the 5,000? How much was left over? Don't you remember when I broke the seven loaves for the 4,000? How much was left over? I've got your needs. I've got you. Stop worrying about that stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff. Isn't that what the title is called, the book? Don't sweat the small stuff. I've got your needs in my hand. What is it Matthew 6 says? Seek first. Seek first the kingdom of God and God's righteousness and all this other stuff. That's going to be given to us beside. The stuff we worry about, what we shall eat and what we shall wear. That's Matthew's Sermon on the Mount, right? Seek first God's kingdom. That's what he's saying here. Brothers and sisters, I don't know what you're going through, and you, and you don't know what I'm going through, but I do know our word of God, the word of God. And, and so please, again, don't, don't hear this as a challenge for me, and, and no shame at all, but I know that we need to remember. I, I know that we, we, we need to be reminded, at least I do of this, that whatever's going on that we're worried about today, um, will we do well on this presentation? Will we get the position we're looking for? Will our, our, our kids grow up to be whatever we're looking for? Whatever it is we're worried about today, will I be able to make it? Our God's got us. We say it every time we pray the rosary here at the end. We say it every time we say the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day that which we need. Give us today our daily bread, right? Give us what we need. Our God knows what we truly need. And maybe that's companionship. Maybe it's strength. Maybe it's faith. Maybe it's hope. Maybe it's, it's, maybe it is food. Maybe it is, you know, um, a way out. I don't know. But I know where God knows. And, and I think what he's saying here is God can be trusted. And, uh, and I think that's, my friends, how we develop faith. The more we step out in that, on that water, like Peter did, right? And we take that first step and we realize we're not falling through. The more likely we're, we're going to take that next step. Hmm? Let's, let's venture out as, as women and men in, of trust of trust. And once God meets us in that trust, we're going to we're going to trust him even more the next time. And the next time. That's how we do it with our spouses, right? It's how we do it with our friends. It's 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 one step at a time, one step at a time. And and that's how we go deep with someone. And that's what our God's inviting us to here to go deep with him today. Let's pray. My friends, we continue through the joyful mysteries this week. And so let's begin as we begin all things in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second joyful mystery, the visitation. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Thanks for being present today. May your Tuesday be filled with every good grace. And I look forward to us being back together again tomorrow. God's peace.